Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. Welcome, everybody, to PWZ on WON Sports here. Channel 48 in Brooklyn and uh, across the United States on many, many affiliates. I'm Rick Del Santo, Harry Davila, of course, joining me as he does each and every week. We have a very special guest in Red Sawyer. We're going to get to know Red a little bit here today, something I'm really looking forward to. So what's up, gentlemen? What's going on, Red? Yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Uh, we, uh, what's going? What are we? Uh, what's the purpose of this? What are we doing here? You invited uh, me on the show, and let's see what where we're going with this. Uh, we just want to talk about you, sir. We just want to see what you're about. Give us a little insight to the the life of Red Sawyer. Uh, talk about anything that you got coming up. Anything you want to get off your chest. This is literally for you to to talk about you. All right. I'd be, you know, surprised that people would be interested, but we'll see. I mean, Rick, uh, we are here to learn. I mean, you are a professional wrestler as well as uh, anyway, professional wrestler. And you are very creative in what you do in professional wrestling. I am a big fan. Harry uh, would would, uh, uh, tell you that as as, uh, much as I speak highly of you and uh, very highly very highly and uh yeah supporter very big supporter and um i just want we want to know about your career what got you interested in this and uh, and and all that stuff what made you get involved in the wonderful wacky world of professional wrestling dude i am not like a lot of people where i wanted to do this really like i didn't have no like like dream of like doing this like aspirations like since i was a kid you know, like a lot of people, I honestly wanted to do music, but uh, the various problems that arose in my life when the pandemic happened kind of um, forced my hand into having to do this for a living because, um, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do music like I had practiced for so many years. That's all out the window now. That's gone. And... um I, you know, would have trouble uh, holding down what you would consider a regular job. So, I mean, what else do I do really is I fight and I've been fighting since I was in high school with people older than me, younger than me, you know, not my brothers or anything. I don't have any brothers. I don't have any sisters, but I ended up being standoffish when I got older. And so I know I can fight. So I became a wrestler to 
kind of get money doing that. And professional wrestling is, I mean, come on. Like it's almost anything goes at times. You yeah. know, I don't think I would fall into uh, boxing or MMA like with the restrictions and uh, yeah, I, I mean, just look at me, you know, I don't think I would fit into something a little more um, conglomerated. Okay. So wrestling so is kind of where I was forced to end up. Maybe something more commercial is what you're referring to, mainstream maybe? Yeah, perhaps, even though wrestling is also mainstream in many ways. Well, I mean, that's a whole other topic. There's levels to it, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, there's definitely levels. Definitely, yeah, there's definitely levels. You know, you got the wacky world, Disney, Coca-Cola, McDonald's version of it. Uh, you know, Disney, and then you uh, have... Coca-Cola, McDonald's. Am I wrong, though? <laughs> no. But then you have the, uh, you know, you have the, I guess, RC Cola version <laughs> with the independence. And, and... Did, you call, did you just call the independence <laughs> RC Cola? Would you rather me say, like, Fox and Park? No, but that's, oh, right. I mean... Sheesh. I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's RC Cola. I think it's definitely Coca-Cola. Um okay. You know, but uh you spoke about fighting uh as a youngster before getting even into wrestling. What would you say your win-loss record is in regular shoot fighting? Red? Uh, a lot a lot more losses and wins. Huh. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, cuz I mean, you don't when you fight, you don't lose, you learn. You know, I don't respect oh. fighters that say about, oh, I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. You know, a lot of these people like uh, Floyd Mayweather, for instance, how many people did he fight at the end of their careers? How many taxi cab drivers from Guadalajara did he beat up? You know, how many, how many, uh, you know, he beat Canelo Alvarez, you know, he, he cherry picked Canelo when he was young. So I don't respect, oh, I have a zero. I've never been defeated. You know, I, there's plenty of fighters. And wrestlers out there that have been that have taken many losses, and you know some of the toughest guys too. I mean, like let's talk about tough, tough guys. Who who's some of the toughest people in wrestling you could think of? Like uh, David Finley or uh, uh, Haku. You know, these are people that are you know William Regal. These are people that are real tough. You see yeah. them lose plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. I'd have to say Regal, maybe Taz or or, or somebody of of yeah. that nature. Ha. Haku is definitely right on the money as far as like people who can beat people up. You know what I'm saying? Haku is uh, one of those uh, one of those stories that you hear about where Haku will bite somebody's nose off or something. It was yeah. one time, one time, dude. Hey, it still happened, and, now, and it's still the happened. legend, and it's the legend that lives with this it guy forever. Still happened. Yes, I'm. Well, you, he run into he run into he run into Big Show, and you know he met his match in that match. He lost that one. Yeah, well, we're yeah. gonna take away. Oh, how cool got an O on his record now, or you got old. You don't have that O anymore. Let me ask you. You were talking about yep. a music career. Let me talk about what 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 uh, what were you doing in the music business before? It's it's not necessary, but I play a lot of instruments and I can write songs too. Yeah, you know whatever genre. What instruments I mean, do you play? I can play guitar. I can play piano. I can play drums. I just noticed that the the first time I saw you, okay, I'm going to tell you the first time I saw you, it was at a Tessa Strange show in Waterbury probably last summer, maybe the summer before it, hearing my wrong, uh-huh. the Elks Lodge uh-huh. maybe. I remember this guy coming out. First, you reminded me 
it depends on the match you're speaking of because I might know what you're talking I, about. It's I remember it was the night that Ryan Frost uh, there was the dusty finish with oh, him taking the, wa- the title okay, against the Santos. Yeah. Job. yeah, 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 exactly. That night was the first. I time beat I up Mark. I yep. beat up Mark, Mark in that one. Mark who? Mark uh, Alexander? Alexander. Okay, okay, you're right, Alexander. Okay, uh, sorry, I just need a little refresher sometimes. That was the first time okay. that I think I saw you. Um, as a professional wrestler, and then I got to meet you, I think, a few months later at another test strength show. But the, something that struck me was you had a lot of patches by a lot of punk bands, punk mm-hmm. and grindcore, hardcore bands. These are a lot of bands that I saw in the late 80s, early 90s, a lot of these bands. So I was very familiar with these bands that you uh, that you um, uh, you know represented on your patch, and it kind of like struck me, and I became an instant fan of you because of that, and not only because of that, it's also because the, like you you uh, reminded me maybe of someone such as like Bruiser Brody or something to that effect. Was yes. it, would you ever con- like uh, say that he might have been an influence on you and your style? I mean, I mean, I also kind of have that appearance with my hair. It just so happens to be like that. A lot of mm-hmm. people tell me Bruiser Brody or um, a Raven. You know, people might yes. type, try to typecast me. People might try to typecast me, but it's okay. And uh, I can see the similarities. I admire the way Bruiser Brody fights because um, I'm not about doing snazzy leg locks and big flips. You know, I just try to come to the ring and beat you up. And if I got to cheat to do it too, you know, I understand the rules of wrestling. I know how to bend them. I know how to work behind the referee's back and – I'll admit, you know, I, uh, I'm in my 30s. There's a lot of these guys have been doing it since they were, you know, 20s, even wrestling in high school and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you look at a Jordan Rowe. You look at, I mean, I give credit to Mark Alexander, too. He's a young, young dude who puts in work. And, you know, I got to catch up to them somehow, you know, because I'm losing an age department. So I got to cheat. Uh, I got to bite. I got to gouge eyes. Speaking of first times, uh, the first time that I got to lay eyes on you, uh, I want to say it was December 3rd, maybe two years ago. Um, you were a, re- a late replacement for uh, Davey Richards against Ichiban for the K1 right. title. That was the first time I think I'd ever even known you were even a person in wrestling at the time. And I remember when the announcement was made that Davey Richards couldn't make it, I was a little bummed. And then you came out to take the challenge, and I didn't know what to expect, if I'm being completely honest. I didn't know whether or not this was going to be something I was going to be excited for. At the time, it was very early in my, even my career in wrestling. Um, And you went and pretty much stole the show with Ichiban. And and I'm being so completely honest here. I remember going, man, that that was way better than I had any expectations of it being going into it again. And not knowing who you were ever since then you've impressed me every time i've gotten to see you including last year at fight for your dreams against mark alexander in the street fight well, thank uh, you for that uh i believe that was your breakout performance as a wrestler and i believe it was on that night that you solidified who you were as a threat to anybody in that locker room Indeed. I, I feel like I could have done a lot more to Mark. I kind of regret that, you know, I, I went for the kill when I did. I feel like I could have done a lot more punishment in that match. 
I feel like Mark might not be wrestling right now. The fact that he's, you know, kicking it right now and he's having some tag team success just goes to show, too, he doesn't have confidence in himself, by the way. He needs to get this, where the hell he even come from, Nolan Pierce, and the, the tag team, uh, what they call, call themselves Crossfire. I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. But I could have taken him out there. And the fact that I stole that show, I caught Davey Richards slipping. I don't want to, because, you know, statute of limitations, I don't want to go exactly and admit. But I will admit, he did get sick with COVID due to a little foul play on my end. Oh. Can't trace it back to me. I said it right there. You know, I'm not going to say exactly how, but he did contract COVID through my doing. I made that opportunity happen for myself. And um, that was the fight on the card. You saw somebody come out there. I was going to take Ichiban out at all costs. He's a superhero. He, he he embodies embodies hope and, and mindless heroism to the audience at Test of Strength. I wanted that to be my breakout match and, and, and show everybody this ain't it. This this fancy, arrogant, athletic, quote-unquote, style. No, I came out there and I beat him up. The referee got kicked. He kicked the referee in the face, and he I got his retribution that. for that. I DDT'd him on the chair. I was about to spear him through the chair in the corner. He wants to do his fancy little leapfrog. And uh, I got a concussion that night. But we keep going. I don't let those concussions hold me back. You know, I'm already kind of far advanced. So let's just ride, baby. Let's 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 let it ride. Let's keep going. Let's keep fighting. Let's not stop. Speaking of test of strength, you seem to have fallen under the guise of uh Dan and Dan and I am mission. a friend of Dan. I am you are a friend of Dan. I'm a friend of Dan. I work closely to Dan, but don't consider me a full mission member. I don't. His cause, I don't support 100%, but he will help me. It's a scratch his back. I'll scratch mine situation. He's scratch mine. You know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, my God, man, that's... There's a lot of stuff I can't tell you about, Dan. You know, there's... It's weird. It's ups and downs. But overall, he's helping me. Um... Patrick Saint left us. I'm upset over that. I was a, I considered Patrick a really good friend of mine. He convinced me to join the mission. He left. I'm still caught up in it. Gonna l- help Dan take out the people he needs to take out so he could spread his message. He doesn't represent capitalism. That's the thing. You know, you I, when I first saw Dan, when I first laid eyes on him, I considered him a rich aristocrat who wanted to push poor people down, who wanted to take money, hoard it, like all these other bureaucrats, politicians in this world. But really, he's not like that. I mean, he, he's more like a dragon in his cave, hoarding his fortunes of war, you know? And the fact that he dresses nice, it just shows that he respects himself. Yeah, And I mean, I'm big on that too. I do respect myself. Despite the times that I don't, I really try to. And I'm not going to totally help Dan with everything. 
that, you know, there's a lot of secret stuff I don't want to talk about that we don't agree on. But I'll beat okay. up the people he needs me to beat up. And in exchange, he, he's giving me a place to stay at the moment. Oh, be honest. Okay. Giving me a place to stay, helping me with cost of living. Isn't that a messed up concept too? the cost of living? Yes. Have you ever thought of that? Tell me no. about it. Yes, it is. You're it's born on this earth and it, it, there's a, there's, it's like you're in a taxi, taxi cab and a meter's going. Yeah, you know, you you owe somebody money just for being here. The cost of living, huh? What a joke! What a sham! I mean, not to get too far off a wrestling subject, anyway, but I mean, I'm... you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's a it's a shame that we have to to, to pay so much and that we don't get paid enough uh, working a nine to five job Tell uh, me just it. to be able to pay oh. rent or mortgages, buy groceries, and support our families. It's ridiculous. But and I fight to do that, guys. I fight to do that. Do you Is though? That, yeah, I do. Okay. I beat people up and they beat me up and I got paid for it. That's how I make my living. Nice. All right. You consider me the bottom of the barrel and there's people in pro wrestling that glorify it. Okay. That's that's uh, why I wanted to really, that's another reason I really want to hurt Mark because he thinks there's glory in this pro pro wrestling stuff. You know, there's bravery. Yeah, there's a lot of guts to step in that ring. But, I mean, is it a good thing to beat people up? I know it's not. You know, I do bad things, but I don't I don't glorify it. I'm not evil. I have to do it. Like a, like a hired, uh, hired henchman, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Red, how long have you been wrestling? Give or take. I have been training for three years. Training for been, three, and it took me a year. It took me a year to uh, get my first fight, and okay. it was it was one of those battle royals that I've come to love. <laughs> so you've been wrestling for uh, I want to say like maybe a little less than two years. Uh, where uh, besides test of strength and recently at BST, where else have you? laid your groundwork where else have you wrestled and, and beat up a bunch of people i've gone to the monster factory okay i've gone to wrestlers lab okay i've uh had fights out in ohio for um future great wrestling for battle on the border vacation land county fairs just random county fairs here and there Shut up and wrestling in Holyoke that's not around anymore. That I wonder where they are. I enjoyed going there. Uh, and a bunch of other places that I got bubbling. Others I may have forgotten. Some that have slammed the doors in my face. But slowly but surely, we're going to make our way across this nation. We're going to spread this message. Now, you you made your re you recently made your debut at BST. Uh, with a fantastic scrap with Evander James. Um, oh, do you have anybody that you're aiming for in the BST locker room? Aiming for? Well, I know you got Patrick Saint floating around, and I always got my sights set on him lately. I mean, obviously him and Dan had the falling out, and I guess he's out of the mission. Same way. It's almost like the Patrick Saint mission situation <laughs> Is almost like like Kosovo and Serbia, you know. 
is an argument. Yes, you're in the mission. No, I'm independent. No, Dan don't recognize it. Dan, to Dan, Pat is still in the mission. Pat is claiming his own independence. There's going to be a war over it. And it's going to keep going. It's never going to end. Well, um, if I remember correctly. I, I want to take was... him I want to take him out and try to settle this, you know, bring the mission back together. Pat had my back, man. Me and him got out. We we would make the rounds. We we had a little tag team going. Aren't you guys now, former man. tag team champions? Or current tag team champions? I've never held a belt. I could have, or maybe you were replacing some. I could have sworn I saw you and Dan with the New World. Ex- is a New World Extreme Tag Team? <laughs> there you go. There's an example of the mercenary tactics of Red Soy. I went to New World Wrestling Extreme, and I helped them against who was it? Oh yeah, that's right, that TKO and the Mighty Bosch, and oh, then Sid running around, and I chased them off. I got in Sid's face. She wanted to interfere. Referee wasn't looking. I said, you stay your place. Bosch came over because he got upset. I almost took a swing at him myself, but that would have got the team disqualified. Pat came, speared him, one, two, three. We got the belts. All I had to do was stand on the outside, run a little interference play, keep her from getting her interference play off, and the gold. That's why Dan wanted me on the team. I know how to get stuff done. Okay. Okay. Rick? Who would you say would be your toughest opponent to date, or your toughest fight, I should say? I saw. I, I think I, I got to see you. I think last month take on uh, Ryan Frost for a Tetsu event, I believe, which I had the honor to be a part of, and I think that it was um, a quite a uh, interesting battle, if you will. Yeah, man, Ryan took a beating in that one. That was. Oh, listen, he's a big guy. Big guy. Yeah. I had to jump him from behind. I knew. Get him. Get him. Because he, the flaw of Ryan Frost is that the fans give him all his confidence. He is so connected to those fans out there that I knew I could catch him when he's in that entranceway, grandstanding and hot dogging and shaking hands and kissing babies. I ran at him right at the entranceway. I sneak attacked him. I ran him into the post on the outside. I hit his head. I thought he was knocked out. I rolled him under the ring. Rolled him under the ring. I said he was dead and buried, but he crawled back in at the last second. I beat him. I stomped him. I punched him. I did everything I could to him. Oh, my God. He wouldn't go down. That dude would not go down. I give him that much credit. And uh, next thing you know, I missed something. I hit my head. Turned around. He hits me with that slam. I, I, I was told he hit me with that slam. That whatever the Brass City Slam, that oh my god! Do you not remember it? I remember waking up in the damn the 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 front of the Boys and Girls Club with a lady asking me, you know, telling me, "Oh, do you know where you are?" I said, "Uh, "I'm I'm at the fight in Bristol." She said, "Yeah, yeah, that's all I knew. I just knew I was in Bristol. I was in Bristol. I forgot who I had fought." They interviewed me right after. You can see I'm out of it. Huh? <laughs> but what do you do? You know, this is the the game I play, and I got to give him credit. Now, you, you, now we're talking about Tetsu, BST, Tessa Strength. Any title aspirations for you? Is it just something that you just want to go out there and fight? I want the K1 Classic. 
Ooh. I want to take that off of Ichiban. Wow. You know, I've had three fights with him. I've I've took him at Test of Strength. I had him at New England Ring Gladiators, and I had him at that one I used to run in Torrington. Uh, I forget the name. They stopped running. Yeah. Well, but uh, we won't discuss that. So, so uh, man, I've taken him three times. And every time he sneaks it, man, he 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 barely gets by. Last one, he he rolled me up. I put him in my submission. I put him in the final fortune. He almost submitted, made it to the ropes. I dragged him back to the center of the ring to hook it again. He got his legs up. Victory rolled me. Can't believe it. So it seems like I was this close. It seems like every time you wrestle Ichiban, you get closer and closer to that big win against yes. him. Yes. Yes. So do you think if you had one more shot at him in the K1, that you would take it? Yeah. I'm ready for it. I think that when you were in Torrington, you 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 were referring to, you guys went all over the arena, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I you know. guys were all over. I think I have that on my uh, on the video channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Again, let's see. Let's talk about the rules of the match, right? The ref, You got to be in the ring to start the match. Referee can't ring that bell. If that bell doesn't get rung, he can't disqualify you. It's moot. There's no count out. He can suggest get back in the ring. Or he could throw it out, no contest. And I know a lot of these referees, they don't want to go to a no contest or a disqualification. A lot of guys will be lenient with you. You know? So mm -hmm. another reason I got into pro wrestling. I can bend them rules. And I said, all right, let's let's uh let's take him out right when he's cheering, right when he's looking at his fans, much like Ryan Frost. I'll jump him from behind, I'll throw him out there, and I'll just take him around, show him around the building. And uh, bring it back to the ring when I finally got them all beat up. Ring that bell, and I'll go in for the kill. I gotta say, I gotta say, that was my toughest fight with him. I probably, I probably got my ass beat the most in that one. He really laid it to me there. I got him in the end. I, I had him in my finish in the end. You can't take that away from me. At the end of the day, I was gonna have the upper hand. He just had the right move to counter me at that right exact time. But he was on the ropes. He was out. One of the things that you trained at uh, Tessa Strength, correct? Did I did I get that right? Yes. Yes. Um, how did you connect with uh, Tessa Strength, and what's it like training under uh, Slick Wagner Brown? It took me a long time to convince Wagner to show me stuff about wrestling. You know, it took because. He kind of saw me as weird, you know, and you got to realize too, when I got into wrestling, I was, I don't like, how could I put it? Um, I was a lot more apprehensive and distrusting of people mm -hmm. right before I got into wrestling. I, at that point in my life, I was uh, um, about to be homeless. You know, my my whole life was sabotaged. You know, I lost all my money. I lost my reputation. And it was taken from me by, you know, shadowy forces. Um, that's a whole other topic. Shadowy forces? Yeah. The government? I'm talking about, I'm talking about gang stalking. And oh. Me being targeted individual and various things like that. You could look that into yourself, you know, look into it yourself. But... 
Wags was at first very, no, get away from here. You know, uh, hey, mm -hmm. kid, beat it. You know, he, he kicked me out early a few times. Uh, I kept talking. I begged him, please, please, you got to show me because I, I got nothing else going on. Like, what can I do to prove to you, like, that I'm stable, you know, that I can gel with the people in class, you know, that, I, that I'm coachable. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. talked about that. I did what I had to do. Um, he had me come in for one-on-one. -on -one. He said, you know what? Come in one-on-one -on -one for an hour. I just want to see where your head's at. We'll get in the ring. I'll show you some stuff. And then we're going to sit down. We're just going to talk for a while. Mm -hmm. And me and him figured that out. He showed me what he had to show me. I know my techniques. Um, and you kind of get to a point. And he kind of lets you go into the world and you got to wrestle. And, um, you know, I, 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 I train at the dojo still, but I don't know. Wagner has been different since, since he won the belt. It's been kind of different. Um, you know, a lot of students don't agree with, you know, what he did mm -hmm. to, uh, Frost and everybody else that tests his strength. A lot of students are. Do uh, you agree? Like, why? Why, yeah, Wags? No. Why? I, I don't. Hey, you know, I don't think what he did was wrong. Why, why, is, people. why is that, though, that you don't think that it was wrong? He had a good point. Ryan was sticking his nose in his business. And you want to know something? That's, that's the sentiment between two men. You know what I mean? You don't have to agree with somebody or not, but that's not evil against the world. You know, Wagner just said, don't stick your nose in my business, Frosty. Trying to save me. I don't need you. He had had enough with him. He snapped. He beat him up with that cane. And, you know, maybe that's kind of a bit of an attitude change. Maybe maybe Wagner's kind of gotten sick of, sick of some stuff, you know. But yeah. I don't disagree with it. Okay. Still a great wrestler. Still a legend. And, you know, me and him still talk. You know, it was all business with me and him. I understand. You mentioned you mentioned not trusting people earlier due to your past and the things that have happened to you, but you also have gone on record to saying that you don't trust birds. No. Yeah, explain tell me about that, this. Because... Hey, please explain this, yes, because that's something I also wanted to bring up. So thank you, Harry. So yeah. Try my best. My God. This this is like it's so tired, you know, like Getting, I'm getting like sick of saying it, you know. You like I feel like everybody's already heard it. You can go do your research. Straight up, there are many, many bird drones in this country that do surveillance on U.S. citizens like myself and you, Harry, or, uh, and, and and Rick and everybody. You don't People, realize it. Birds are watching me. Yes. Oh. I mean, huh. there there are cameras already everywhere, right? Would you not agree already that there are tons of cameras that you're already getting filmed? I mean, I guess, but I don't really pay much attention to it. Like, I'm oh. really just like a, I'm like a free bird. I just do what I want. Yeah. A free so it's bird? Just another, really? It's just another. So, so how are you going to have security? How are you going to have surveillance cameras in the woods? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, exactly. Through birds. That's how this all started. Because... If you commit a crime, if you commit a bad crime and they want to find out who did it, 
what are they going to do? They're going to find, oh, there's this gas station that he passed by. Here's a little clip. Okay, we know he's going that way. Hey, and then he went by McDonald's, and he got him on security there. And then he went into the Home Depot to buy a garbage bag and toss the body in, and we got him on security there. Like, they can track you. You You have a cell phone in your pocket that's tracking you. You understand? Mine, mine, I I don't even tell you how I got mine. It's de-chipped. I had to talk to a special guy who, who, who he was in the Air Force. He helped me with this phone so I could talk to you guys. But everybody's being tracked. You know, I have people worry, oh, they're going to put microchips in your arm one day, and that's going to track you on a satellite. You already have the microchip. It's in your phone. You put it in your pocket in the morning. You know, wait, so wait, that's wait, wait, wait. The, the government Are is you? so much about following you. Are you on a burner right now? Are you on a burner phone? Of sorts, yeah. Rick, what the? You booked the guest, dude. I... <laughs> you want it? Why? 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 Why are you on a burner phone? Why would it get back to you? Yeah. How, yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing that's wrong that affects you? I don't want to be tracked. I don't want people to know where I'm at. It's already bad enough. Honest to God, I'm at this gas station. They already know I'm here. I don't need the government or FBI, anybody else to know where I'm traveling to. And let me tell you, I travel a lot. So what if, I'm okay. always on the move. So you, you don't want to be tracked. You, you don't want the birds following you. You're on a burner phone. What if something happens to you? How is anyone That's supposed so to find well, you? Hold on. Hold on a second, Harry. Like in Red's defense. It's 2023. That's only been a thing for like the last 15 years. What happened in the 1980s and 50s? If somebody disappeared, they disappeared. They put your face on the news, uh, on the telephone pole. And if they found you, they found you. If they didn't, well, you know. Uh, okay. So my. Again, we're in a different time question, period. We're in a different time. You're right. To my question, right. uh, do you want to be found if something happens to you? I wouldn't. I mean, just saying. But Rick. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. We're not interviewing me. Red. Let me re-ask the question. If something were to happen to you, would you not want to be found? No. Oh, okay. Not at this point. I'm I'm alone on that one. Okay. All right. And I mean, I've kind of catered it to basically like this. Like, I don't talk to my dad or my mom anymore. You know, I don't have any grandparents. My aunts and uncles and cousins, none of them talk to me. Uh, especially over the past few years, the few that did have definitely distanced themselves from me. And um, it's like the only people that would notice if I was gone are like the people who see me wrestle. So it's almost, that's what's going to kind of deter people from getting rid of me is because they'll notice, oh, Red didn't show up for his booking. I got to... Find out where he is. Hey, did you find out? Like, you guys will find out where I'm at. The fans will wonder where I'm at. Those are the people that wonder. I don't have any like, personal in my life that care. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I've been to a couple shows as of late, and I've seen that the fans have seen to have your back all of a sudden. The fans. The fans. The fans that once hated you. That's fine. The, the, fans, the fans that once hated you are now cheering you on i would say they care listen those rubes can go buy some cotton candy and walk the midway with the rest of them okay yikes i don't have respect for the fans like that i don't need i don't need 
fans like I'm a Ryan Frost or Ichiban or Mark Alexander. I don't need you guys. You guys can just watch along, see what I'm doing. It's a one-way interaction with me and the fans. You understand that? Because when when I have two-way interactions with people, when I have two-way relationships, it goes bad. So the only relationship I have now is people see me, look at me, do we, do, you know, and there's no feedback. I don't, I don't care. Oh, good or bad. Yay, Red, we like you. Boo, Red, we don't like I do not care. I'm here to be me. You know what I mean? I'm a human being. I'm not a human doing. All right? I, I'm here to just be. I'm not here to do things and be, you know, have an interaction. I just am what I am. Just view me. You're, a, you're an enigma. You're a puzzle. Trying to trying to solve it here. I'm very uh, clear. I think I'm very clear. I wouldn't be so sure. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna sure. we're gonna play a little word association. I'm gonna throw a couple names at you, and I want you to tell me first word that comes to your mind. I want oh. you to. So I'm gonna throw a couple names. We'll start off with. We'll start off with your rival, Mark Alexander. Insecure. Ichiban. Superhero. Patrick Saint. Betrayal. Ooh. Evie De La Rosa. Strong. Hmm. Evander James. That's what you want, right? Just one word, one word back and forth. Hey. We could do that. Evander James. Indoctrinator. Ooh, that's a good word. Wow. The good word. Wow. Uh, Dan the Man. Business associate. Alex Rojas. The unseen hand. Ooh. Last but not least, Slick Wagner Brown. God. Wow. Heavy. That, that heavy. is heavy. Heavy. I give Wagner all the flowers in the world. People don't give him enough credit. Oh, he's a legend. There's a reason he why he's, uh, he, he's he's under the name the, the the underground king. There's a reason for that. He is uh, absolutely. He is exactly that. The underground king. He's been doing this for. I can't tell you how long I've been watching yeah, that guy. Like exactly. Like I remember when he was still with uh, the with the lady's name April, April Hunter, Hunter back yep. in the day. Yeah, working small VFW halls and and you know Ring of Honor. He, I he, saw him he, Ring of Honor. Uh, TNA. He did a stint in mm -hmm. the TNA at one point. Yeah, he's been. He, he, should, he should. He should just be the king. It shouldn't be the underground king. It shouldn't be the anything king. He's the king. I get you. And okay. it's what it is. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you do you see yourself ever being across the ring from a Wagner Brown in the future? I have. I have faced him. Okay. That was probably. That was probably. The fairest fight, the most the most good I felt about going into a fight. That was the least personal one. I mean, that was coach and student for sure. 
you know, we 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 agreed. Hey, this is going. We're going to go at it, and what it is, it is. And at the end of the day, we'll, you know, it, it, it's kind of a test. He wanted to test me, right? And I gave him all he had. You know, we we said, hey, you know, uh, we'll apologize afterward. But once that bell rings, like it's going to be business. And you know, he beat me. He hit me with that leg lariat. My God, that emergency. That's emergency. a big man. That's a big man. It, people don't appreciate the way that he can move at his size. And I know that's like such a such a cliche thing to say. You know, I mean, Bam Bam Bigelow's invaders and all this. When you see Wagner do a moonsault, it's, that blows a Bam Bam Bigelow or a Vader out of the water. I've seen Wagner do some some like Arabian moonsaults back in his day, man. I know what he's capable of doing. Shooting star. I've yeah, seen shooting Wa- star. Wa- Wagner, for a guy his size, doing some of the stuff that he does is pretty incredible, especially because he was one of those guys that were doing it before it became almost like a regular thing. Yeah. Like guys like Keith Lee and stuff like that that are doing it now, They there's no way you're going to tell me that they weren't watching guys like Slick Wagner Brown do it first. Right. Yeah. Well, he was very innovative for his time coming into yes. the business. Uh, there's a lot of guys he influenced probably the modern state of professional wrestling. If you think about it, a lot of the stuff in, that in people way, are doing, absolutely. a lot of the stuff that people are doing now, Slick was doing 25, almost close to 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. And, and uh, um, I forgot what I was about to say about him i'm sorry no it's all good man good uh uh, being that being said um do you see yourself still wanting to learn more things under wagner brown is that somebody that you still want to be under as far as like mentorship or is that i still am or do you still okay my question i guess will revert to is like do you eventually want to see him as a rival They would have to. That would that would be circumstantial. I okay. don't want to. I don't want to see that. Okay. You know, but what I've learned is you only trust people so much. You know, people change on a on a turn on a drop of a hat. You know, people just turn very easily, very quickly, and you may find out that the person that you thought you knew you really didn't after all, and. uh then you got to get away from them. You know, I, I, I'm real quick to abandon people. If, if I get a weird vibe, I, I, I shut myself down from people real quick. Uh, Could you say that's a detriment to, to you? No, it's it's necessity. Why is it a necessity? Because there's people that want to hurt me. There's people that stalk me. You say people are stalking you? Yes, I mean you could. I mean you Google gang stalking, you Google targeted individual. You know we could learn about those types of things. That basically, in a nutshell, guys, like I used to like talk with a lot of people who had like opinions on conspiracy theories and stuff, and I didn't believe it at first, but all of a sudden things started happening to me, and it it got real real quick. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah. you talk about conspiracy theories. 
what's the what what's the biggest conspiracy theory to you? Which one do you think is the most like this is actually happening? I mean I like it's just really you can't even I won't call it conspiracy theory, it's just the realization that capitalism is really a driving force in this country and corporations are more powerful than people at this point. And, um, actually I have something I can read quick. Um, yeah, next or better capitalism. Capitalism isn't broken. It's fixed. Uh, and capitalism is a rigged system designed to funnel wealth to a tiny elite. Their wealth is a result of exploiting our labor and our planet's resources. Since the 1970s, we've been told over and over the lie of trickle-down economics, like with Reagan. Uh, if we cut taxes for the rich, it will create jobs and we'll all benefit. You know, we heard that with uh, George W. too. Um, but how's that worked out for us? The ruling class has been fighting class warfare against us, destroying the environment, expanding the prison industrial complex, cutting public education, slashing social programs, and declaring war on unions. As the rich get richer, we work harder, while increasingly many of us struggle to get by. I mean, look at that. Like when the pandemic pandemic happened, how many people lost their jobs? How many people were forced into homelessness? You know, I, I, that, that was me. I was sleeping on people's floors. I was sleeping in cars. And why? Where was the social support for me? You know, I didn't get any unemployment. I was left out like a dog. So what is democratic socialism? Under a healthy democracy, people rule. In reality, it is very important. In reality, banks, financial institutions, and corporations have amassed more power than the government itself. Their decisions impact us all. But, but no one elected them, and they are not accountable to anyone. Their only motivation is their bottom line. The economic and political decisions which affect the lives of ordinary people should be under Pop, uh, popular control. I almost said population control. <laughs> That's another oh. thing they're trying to use on us. Uh, capitalism limits democracy because the uh, economic elite can buy power that should be in the hands of the people. As socialists, we believe that the only sustainable and just approach is to replace capitalism, a system that disregards the well-being of the people and the planet, with a system designed to promote <laughs> the prosperity of the many rather than the few. And that would be democratic socialism. Um, I don't even agree a hundred percent with democratic socialism, but it's kind of a starting point. I give, uh, this pamphlet out at my shows. I have copies of this and some other ones too. Um, you give out reading so, material to your fans. Yes. Okay. On a That's donation a first. basis, you know, he's, a, if, he's educating them. I, I, exactly. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. I just, that's a first for me. I've never. I've never gone to a wrestling show and some guy passed me a pamphlet. Like that's never been a thing for me. No. Be careful, Harry. I'm scared. Okay. We've got a, 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 another few minutes before we uh, need to wrap it up. But uh, uh, Harry, is there anything that you want to ask before? I... Um, where can we find you next, Red? What is next on the Red Sawyer tour? What is next? Um. Let me think. And who are you wrestling next? I'm not sure. 
I don't know. He just uh, shows up where he's hired. At the, at the next, yeah. at the next yeah. test of strength, at the next test of strength show, I suppose. Okay. Uh, training day forty-three. It'll be on a Sunday. Yep. Uh, November sixth, I believe. Okay. Okay. Do you have we any? We'll see what happens. Uh, any goals as far as like going for any championships anytime soon, or any uh, anything such of that uh, nature? Besides the K one, I mean, I know that we uh, you had answered with the K one before. I mean, right now, I'm just kind of kicking around, hoping to get anything going. Really, okay. it's uh, I want to put the horse before the carriage on a lot of places. Like, let's talk BST for example. There's plenty of belts there. You know, Lucas Chase just lost it. I think a lot of people just lost their belts now. Yeah, I think well, there's a lot of changes at the last show. It was the beginning of a new era at the BST, if I remember correctly. Pause really okay, quick. Sorry. You were close, Red. It's November 5th, training day 43. Training. I knew it was one or the other. One or the no, other. All good. Thank we, you for we, that. That's why we do our research. Um, but good yes, ball, it man. was it was a new it was a new a new day, so to speak, for uh BST wrestling. All championships changed hands. Um Man, you know, your 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 compadre Dan Deman is a new territory champion. That could be the, that could be a move for you. Uh, Bobby Buffet is your new uh, BST champion. That could be a move for you. You find mm. yourself a partner. Those tag team titles newly minted. That could be a move for you. It's true. There's me- plenty plenty of uh, opportunity. Um, uh, that being said, can anybody find you on socials? Is that a thing for you? Is that somewhere that you like to communicate with people? Yeah, uh, people can find me on Instagram mainly at, at red.sawyer. Find me on Facebook, Red Sawyer. Okay. Um, uh, they keep telling me to make a Twitter. I have, um, oh my God. It's such a long story, but I, I'm tr- now that Twitter is was it X? Now yeah, they X. changed. I might be able to get back on, but it's a long. It's for me. It's going to be a long sign up process did, because I wasn't allowed on Twitter anymore. Like, did you get banned? I, You're one of those guys that they, speaks yes. your own mind, and then you get banned was, because. You know, I mean, freedom is not necessarily really free, the, the freedom of speech no. thing. So, yeah, I know people that have been uh, booted from Twitter for being uh, very opinionated, which sometimes I uh, I, t- I tend to disagree yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I um, I got shadow banned from Twitter. Well, we're going to see about know. X, maybe in another, okay. I think they told me another three weeks I'll be able to open an account. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, Just it was a- red dot Sawyer. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Red. Yes. Um, really? Wow. I, yes. I hope nothing but great things for you in your future. As far as a wrestler, I could see you being uh, a force out here in the Northeast Absolutely. over this next year. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a great talking to you. You're uh, welcome back at any time if you want. At any time. Promote anything that you got coming forward. You know, you got events that you want to. You got people you're going to beat the hell out of. Uh, any more you know. conspiracy theories you want to yeah. talk about? By all means. Right. Yeah. You're okay. always welcome back here, sir. Very good. If this is a platform I'm welcome on, then we can work together. Absolutely. 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 
Red, I will see you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Rick.